A few years ago, I was recording the sound of a dawn chorus in a wood not too far from where I live. I had camped out overnight in order to be up early to catch the whole dawn chorus. I was there because of a special event called International Dawn Chorus Day. What happens then is that people provide live broadcasts of the dawn chorus as it happens in different parts of the world. It's amazing because you can track the dawn online on a map and see the dawn move across the world as the earth rotates. And of course, the sound of the dawn chorus changes as you move around the world. It's in my wood in southern England when I was making my recording. I heard something really strange that really surprised me. I started to notice the songs being sung by blackbirds. This is one of our commonest bird species. Nonetheless, it has a really beautiful song. But what was surprising is that all of the birds were singing the same tune. It's as if they were copying each other. You can hear them doing this on the recording that I made that day, which is playing now. After that, I became more and more interested in Blackbird's songs. 
and I started to record them in my garden. I started to try and recognize all the different songs being sung by birds in my neighborhood. In fact, I think I started to become a little obsessed. Hi. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted a quick chat about this um, this podcast I've got to do. Well, it's more of a audio essay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, do you remember when we talked about your podcast, and uh, which I still really like? I mean, I think you've done a really good job with them. But they're all um, they're all conversations, aren't they, between two people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's right. It's going to be about birds. That's right. So, so what they suggested is I I, I go into my garden and uh, and try and have a conversation with a bird. I know it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah, they'll only hear one side of one side of the conversation, really. I know. Yeah. Do you think it'll work? Okay, so I'm outside in my garden. I'm going to try and have a conversation with the blackbird. Which seems like an odd thing to do. <laughs> it's going to be a rather one-way conversation. It's not a bad metaphor for art, is it? A one-way conversation. So what did I want to say? Well, first of all, Blackbird, <laughs> I want to say thanks. You've given us an immense amount of pleasure this year. We've been listening to your singing every day. It started out in the early spring. Just quietly practising it to yourself. You were singing so quietly, hardly anyone could hear. Then you got more confident. And you started to develop some themes. And then... You would take these themes and improvise around them. A bit like a jazz musician. And also, you'd repeat these themes many times a day. A bit like a minimalist composer. So that's why I wanted to say thanks. It's been a real pleasure hearing your songs develop. Experiment one. I've had this crazy idea that it might be possible to understand what birds are telling us by slowing down the recordings I've made of their songs.
So while listening to these songs, I began to wonder, what were you trying to say? So that's, <laughs> so that's the question I have for you. Why actually do you sing? Experiment two. This does seem to be working. You can definitely hear some kind of signal if you slow the voices right down. I think I just need to process them a bit more. It's not just a tune, is it? You're communicating information. But what? Often I would get up really early in the morning to hear the dawn chorus. The only time in the day when all the birds sing together at the same time. Why'd you do that? It's as if you're welcoming the new day. But, but why'd you do that? question. What will your songs sound like in the future, when the world has changed? Will they be transformed somehow? Maybe different? People can affect nature in many profound ways without even realising what they're doing. I thought it might be fun to explore this, so I built an installation using my recordings of Blackbird songs. The installation was built in such a way that as somebody approached it, they would change or modulate the sounds of the Blackbird songs. So it provided a kind of metaphor for human impacts on nature. So the recordings you can hear now were produced by this installation. And you can hear the movement and proximity of people changing the blackbird songs.
While listening to birds in my garden, I started to realise that they were copying each other's songs, just like I'd heard in that wood. I wanted to understand why they did this. So I had a dig in the scientific literature. It turns out that copying in songbirds is well known and occurs in many species. The main reason for it seems to be connected to territorial disputes. Blackbirds will often fight each other viciously, even to the death, over their breeding territories. Birds sing their songs in order to defend their territories. So copying a song sends a message to a bird's neighbour. The message is saying, I hear you. I know you're there. And I'm not a threat to you. So copying a neighbour's song is a way of avoiding physical conflict and potential injury. What an amazing idea. Imagine if it worked with people. Imagine if we could resolve our conflicts through music, simply by singing to one another. So these neighbouring birds sharing songs are not quite enemies. But they're not quite friends either. So maybe they're frenemies. While listening to the birds in my garden, sometimes it would happen that all of the birds, maybe five or six, in different territories, would all be singing the same song at the same time. Almost like a choir. And you could also hear particular songs moving across the landscape.
I also became really interested in how Blackbird songs are structured. I learned that each song consists of two parts. The first is a low frequency whistle, which is detectable over relatively long distances. The second is a higher frequency, twittery part that has a much shorter transmission distance. You can hear these two parts here in this extract of a bird's song. Researchers have studied the composition of blackbird songs. Their structure is remarkably complex. Each song consists of phrases, each of which is about two seconds long. This is usually followed by a pause. of about three seconds. So it's a bit like the call and response of improvising musicians. Call and response. Call and response. Call. And response. The phrases themselves can be complex. perhaps composed of two or three sub-phrases. Each phrase has a motif or a tune. Sometimes the motifs are shortened or are combined with other motifs. Each bird composes its own motifs.
So typically, a bird might have a repertoire of around 40 motifs. Each bird has its own favourite motifs. So in other words, it will sing some of its tunes more than others. Birds will copy each other though and take some motifs from their neighbours or other birds that they've encountered. Sometimes even other species of bird. So it's possible to work out where a bird might have been on its migratory journey based on the tunes that it's collected. These different motifs are then combined within songs in a very flexible way. So the songs become more complex as a bird gets older or as a breeding season progresses. Their songs are always evolving and changing. They also change in response to human activity. For example, in a noisy city, a bird will struggle to be heard. And the frequencies in a song will change as a result. There's growing concern that human impacts on the environment may be increasingly difficult to predict. This is because the rate of change may be non-linear. In other words, it could speed up over time. This can be caused by feedback loops between humans and the environment.
So, for example, as ice caps melt because of climate change, there is less ice to reflect the sun's radiation. And the result is that the Earth absorbs more heat, which then melts more ice. These kind of feedbacks are being found in all kinds of ecosystems, not just ice caps. I had the idea of trying to make this kind of feedback audible to help people appreciate what's involved. So these sounds were created by using my recordings of Blackbird songs. I'm processing them using feedback loops, leading to a kind of chaos. Perhaps another small metaphor for how human activities modifying the world.
Hi, it's me again. Yeah, yeah. we spoke before about uh, this sort of audio essay that I'm doing about blackbirds. Yeah, well, I remembered that, um, that you've done a load of recording of birdsong yourself, haven't you? That's right, yeah. Well, yeah, um, the bit I'm struggling a bit with is sort of understanding what they're actually saying when they're singing. I mean, they're conveying information, aren't they, the birds? They're, in a way, they're sort of talking to each other. Yeah, That's it. exactly. So, so I've been trying to trying to get my head around what it is they're actually saying. What are they What are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, I read those articles you sent. So, as I get it, they're they're partly saying, "Here I am. I'm a male," because it's the males that that sing, isn't it? And uh, I'm in great breeding condition. It's partly about that. Yeah, that's right. So I get that. And uh, and this is my territory. So this is where I am. And and I don't want you in my territory. <laughs> so it's partly go away, isn't it? But I wonder, yeah, so I get all that. But I wondered whether there was more to it. Right. Well... Yeah, well, the the thing that really made me think about this is that every time it rains, they start singing. So they definitely sing more after it's rained. Definitely, yeah, yeah. You've not heard that? Well, listen out for it, because they, they really do it, and they all sing together as soon as it starts raining. Yeah, I have no idea why. Well, I wondered whether it was um, almost like a little celebration, uh, kind of, because they much prefer it when the, when the ground's wet uh, for foraging, for insects and stuff. Yeah. I had this idea that but maybe they're saying thank you.
sounds strong to her. Have you ever heard the phrase, Silent Spring? What would it be like if we lost these songs and the spring became silent? Something beautiful and precious would have gone. I'm outside in my garden again. It's now late summer. And it's very quiet. The blackbirds stopped singing more than a month ago. 
and I miss it. All that singing, though, was not in vain. There was a whole group of young birds raised this year, but they've dispersed now. The adults are still around, eating all the blackberries. But you can't hear them. But I think in a few months, they'll start singing again. <laughs>